Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, yeah. Better than this. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this shit. better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by locked on it's joe marino and kyle Krabs from the draft network we are your hosts here on this thursday edition of the show it's time to pick college football games against the spread make some money with my bookie kyle let's do this welcome joe um two things before we get started today i have not acknowledged the free money bet going down this past week, right? Mm-hmm. Patrick Brown won the drawing. It was you versus Patrick last week, and yep. you won the randomizer drawing. Yep. Patrick Brown won the randomizer. I PayPal'd him. Patrick, tweet at me so I can retweet and confirm that you've received the free money Thursday bet for the Alabama line or the Auburn versus Florida line from last Saturday. That's okay, been so- taken care of. I had somebody ask me, and we forgot to do it the other day. Okay, good. Kyle's Kyle pays his debt. You know he's a Lannister. So yes, that's true. Uh, the the other thing that I wanted to come clean with with you, Joe. Okay. Was uh, you know I'm kind of a fad guy, right? Yeah. You know, I kind of like I'll try something and I like it, and then I go absolutely buck wild with it, right? And I have, I have a new fad right now, and I need to confess it to you because I think you'll find it very interesting. Really, this is something I, I'm finding out for the first time right now. Correct. Yes, we have not discussed this oh, previously. Wow. Sort of. Part of me wants to guess, but I also want to get on with it. It's a food topic, so I'll, I'll let you get a guess oh, in a with food, a food topic. So you're you're okay. You are on a food. I'm on a food kick right now. A certain type of food. Uh, okay, I'll guess you are avocado everything. No, I'm not avocado everything. Bad? That's a bad? Yeah, this thing more dessert. Really? The, see, this is why I wanted to do this live on the show, because you'd never guess this. <laughs> the hell you, Kyle is in on a dessert? Well, I don't know what a fatty dessert is. A fro-yo? I, I don't know. I have been making... Big ass bowls of sugar-free pudding with skim milk, and eating like three cartons worth of puddings in two days. <laughs> I didn't know this was a fad. Well, I didn't say it was a, like it's it's a. I'm in a kick. Oh, you're on yeah, a personal well, kick. It's not no, a no, 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 no. Sorry for the false okay. expectations there. Yeah. Well, how does that make you feel, Kyle? Is this? Um, are you concerned? With, or is this? That, is it that unhealthy? What's no, it's it's like the fat-free, sugar-free, guilt-free thing. And so you're just eating it by the bucket? Correct, yeah. Now, somebody's going to inevitably tweet and say, well, you know, Kyle, even skim milk has like 14 grams of sugar. I know. But the pudding itself has no fat and no sugar. So I feel guilt-free, and I found anytime I find something that's sweet that I can eat guilt-free – I eat it in obnoxious amounts. So about half of my fridge right now is chocolate and butterscotch pudding. What's the least healthy thing you've eaten in the last week? <sighs> Probably pizza. You had pizza. Yeah. I mean, if it's brought this? to me, I will eat it. 
I'm not going to order it. That's what's great when I, when you're around me, I, it stuff gets in front of you and you just have to eat it, and it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sitting there staring me at the face, and I don't have that kind of willpower to not eat it. I know you're. People need to eat with you and see see what this is like. You're the kind of guy that's like just like picking picking the crumbs off people's plates and stuff, but would never order. It for no, yourself. you're right. You you finish your Caesar salad, and then you know someone's got like three French fries. You, you know, be like, yeah, do you, you gonna know. eat those or can I? You yeah. mind just pick at them a little bit? <laughs> I, they've been on the plate for 35 minutes. They got some soggy residue on them, but Kyle's they're gonna eat staring those into my soul, man. They gotta go away, one way or the other. Either waitress or waiters gotta take them, or I gotta eat them. Kyle, if I was a free money guy, I I think this first game would uh, would fit the criteria. I've already put money on it. I can't believe this line. All right. So why don't, why don't you go ahead and segue that in and you take the first game this week. All right. Number 20, Virginia at Miami on a Friday night. Miami is a two and a half point favorite. Are we kidding me? When the Cozy Perry starting a quarterback. Do you think I care? No, I'm just, I'm just giving the full spectrum of information, everything that you need to know. Virginia, they're coming off a loss to Virginia Tech. They skated by beating Central Michigan, Miami, their last two games. Virginia off a bye after the Notre Dame game. Give me the who's by a lot. So that you're you're you would lean on that as a free money bet. Brother, I've already put cash on this game with my book. All right. Well, I happen to agree with you that this is a no-brainer bet this week. <laughs> I want to know what I'm missing. What detail don't I know? I mean, there's probably some black magic here that the Vegas batters know about that we're missing, right? But just from a logical application of football knowledge, where these teams are at, regardless of whether it's home or not, I don't think it matters. Virginia plus two and a half, I think, is a great bet. Uh, Our second game this week, Joe... Number 13, Oregon, is hosting Colorado. And Oregon, Oregon bit us hard last week, both of us. Uh, we both took Oregon minus 18 against Cal. Uh, Colorado is a worse football team than Cal. Oregon is similarly home, but now favored by 21. Joe, I guess the question here is how many points do you feel comfortable with Colorado scoring in this game? They're averaging 34 points a game. They're averaging allowing 31, Kyle. Yeah. I think I'm going to take Colorado to spread, but I will pick Oregon to win this game outright. Yeah, I'm with you. 21 points is a lot for... for, It's a big spread for... I mean, Oregon hadn't beaten a reasonable team by that type of margin this year, right? they, They destroyed Montana and Nevada, but... They lost to Auburn. The Stanford game, twenty-one to six. Cal, seventeen to seven. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not, I don't see a twenty-one or yeah, twenty-one point win for for the Buffs or the the Ducks. I don't see it. Or right, we got an SEC game here. South Carolina going to number three, Georgia. Uh, Georgia with a big win last week over Tennessee, beat them thir- forty-three to fourteen. And South Carolina beat beat uh, Kentucky twenty-four to seven the last time they played. But they're coming off a bye here, Kyle, uh, before they travel to Athens here and face. The Georgia Bulldogs. Whew. I mean, George, did George, South Carolina didn't lose to Alabama by that many points. No, they kept it close. I know there was some garbage yeah. time scores for South Carolina yeah. there, but they kept it modestly close. Yeah. And I don't think Georgia's as explosive as Alabama is offensively, and I don't think it's particularly close. 
Give me South Carolina coming off a bye week to cover the spread, but South Car- but Georgia wins a football game. Give me the Cox to cover, Joe. I'm right there with you. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Two or three words for you, Joe. Red River Rivalry. Oklahoma number six, Texas number 11. Oklahoma's favored by 10.5 points in this game, which I think is a, that's a big spread. And because it's a big spread in a rivalry game with two good football teams, I will take the result that's going to keep this game close. Give me Texas plus 10.5 in this football game. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't know the statistic, but Ben Solak let us know about it when we had a meeting earlier this week about Tom Herman in games that he's an underdog. He's like his teams are like something crazy, like 12 and two or something covering that spread. They're at home, brother. Uh, Give me Texas. No, it's a neutral site. Come on. You know this. They do this at. uh, What's it called? Well, cotton. Right. But my in in my defense, the way that it's lined up is it. The, the sheet reveals to me it's at home. So sorry for the mix-up there. Texas covers the spread, but Oklahoma wins the game. All right. Thank you for the noise. Right. This one's you. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Love love Michigan with big spreads. These are my favorite games to deal with. Uh, number 16, Michigan at Illinois. Uh, Michigan, a 22-point favorite. Illinois lost three in a row pretty decisively to uh, Minnesota last week. They played a close game with Nebraska, lost to Eastern Michigan. Uh, Michigan, of course, beat Iowa in that, you know, that, uh, slobber knocker of a game, 10 to three, they destroyed Rutgers. They lost to Wisconsin. Are they going to go into Illinois and win by 22? That's the question we're faced with at this time. I think one thing we've learned about Michigan is that they do find a way to put away bad teams. I don't know. They, they haven't beaten anybody by 22 this year besides Rutgers, Kyle. I mean, the Middle Tennessee State game was a 19-point game. Army, it took them two overtimes to beat them. I think Illinois covers this at home. Imagine. Michigan always beats up on trash Big Ten teams. Give me Michigan to cover a 22-point spread. Okay. I am nine. No, I'm seven games behind you in the pick this year to date. Joe Marino entering this week is 72 and 49, picking top 25 games against the spread. I'm 65 and 56 and look like an asshole. Thanks a lot. This team doesn't play. This is not not a normal matchup either. They don't play every year. So it's not like we have like a, this inventory of games to look at, to let us know how this game normally goes. I like how I just tried to give you a ton of, of pump and credibility for your pick'em skills, and you just totally well, glossed it over. You didn't want any yeah, of the attention. Yeah, because I'm sitting here with like, oh, it's a game that we're different, right? I've got a seven-point buffer. I want to maintain that, and this is your opportunity to close the gap. I, I need to know if I need to switch my pick at the end. Well, you you get first well, crack I, I had at changing first crack the game last this week. How's that? Yeah. Oh, well, Godspeed. Yeah. I guess we'll find out, huh? Uh, number 23, Memphis, is playing – at Temple, and Memphis is favored by five and a half points. Uh, Joe, the Temple football team, 
got crushed on September 21st in Buffalo, 38 to 22. One week after beating Maryland, who was curb stomping people to start the season in Philly by a score of 20 to 17. Do you know what the score the last Temple home game was? 24 to 2, Georgia Tech. Yeah. Over Georgia yeah. Tech on the 28th. And then they had a Thursday night game and won in East Carolina 27 to 7. But that was a Thursday night game, which means they've got extra preparation time ahead of this game. I think Temple covers a five and a half point spread in Philly at the link. Give me Temple here. Ooh. Uh, Memphis has been winning their games pretty handily. I mean, they beat except for Ole Miss 15 to 10 week one. They've, I mean, they've had like 20 point wins nearly every week. Yeah, they beat uh, Navy by 12. You, uh, LA Monroe by 19. Uh, South Alabama, they beat by like 36. But they haven't played a team quite like Temple. Temple plays good at home. Home field advantage. I feel like you're baiting me. I feel like you're setting me up. You know I might want to change another one. You went with uh, an emphatic claim here to Temple, hoping that I pick Temple as well, and that you're going to bounce back to Memphis at the end. I feel like that's your strategy right now. Well, I like that I'm behind by seven games and I'm living rent-free in your head right now. I'm going to go with what I think is going to happen. Which is what? Memphis. Mm. Yeah, you know what? Temple, their defense has been unbelievable at home. Against, like, reasonable foot. I'll go with Temple. That's been the hardest pick yet, though. Oh, by the way, running back Patrick Taylor, questionable for thanks this for, game thanks for Memphis Thanks for tossing that well. one at the end there. Appreciate it. I was going to wait until you picked yeah. Memphis to cover. that at me. And then box you in with the Illinois. <laughs> box you in with two bets in Illinois and, and Memphis. All right, number one, Alabama. At number 24, Texas A&M. Alabama was a 17-point favorite in this football game. Uh, Texas A&M's not played well this year, right? I mean, they they barely beat Arkansas. Uh, they weren't, you know, they lost to Auburn, they lost to Clemson, they beat Lamar in Texas State, but that doesn't move the needle for me. Uh, Alabama, I think they're they're actually coming off of a bye. Both teams coming off of a bye here in this football game. Um, you know, Alabama's allowing 325 yards a game. That surprises me. That surprises me a lot. Uh, Alabama wins this game by more than 17. Give me the tie. I agree with you. I don't think, I do not think A&M's offense has the weapons to really exploit where Alabama is most weak, which is on the second level of the defense. Bama's got good players in the secondary to match up with all of these good wide receivers for A&M, whether it's Kendrick Rogers or Courtney Davis and they'll be able to get after Kellen Mond, whereas I don't think they can get enough action going in the middle of the field to really threaten Alabama's linebackers. Number two, Clemson at home playing against Florida State. Joe, this one, I don't think this is a layup here. No, dude, I'm glad you're going first. (laughs) Man. Florida State, two-game win streak. They beat NC State. 31-13. They beat Louisville 
Clemson's struggled getting out of the blocks this year. Crisis averted against North Carolina. I understand it's at home, but I can see this game staying close within the first half before Clemson pulls away. And I think if it stays close in the first half, I don't think Clemson will pull away enough to win by 28 or more points. Give me Florida State to cover in Death Valley. I don't feel great about it, though. Florida State's averaging, allowing 447 yards a game to offensive juggernauts like NC State, Louisville, Virginia, Boise State, and Louisiana Monroe. That's a lot of points. Both of these teams are coming off of a bye. You feel like Clemson, after that tight win over North Carolina, you feel like this is going to be like the launch point for the rest of their season. Like, we've got to take care of business. We know that we're one of the best teams in the nation. We have to beat teams and bury them. The boys are fired up about the game. I don't know that I want to be different than you on this. I said to myself, I don't think I don't think we've been different on more than two games in like three weeks, and we're already at two games, and we're like halfway through the week. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think Clemson can win this game reasonably by 21, 24 points, and they don't cover. I, it's too, right, it's too many and that that's that's how I see it most likely going. Too many points, Florida State. There you go. My first cooler heads prevail here, Joe. I'm very proud of you on this one. Can't wait to change that to Clemson at the end of the show. We only can switch one each, right? That's the rule. <laughs> yes, you're only allowed to switch one it's game. Getting wild. Uh, Michigan State <laughs> no longer ranked at number eight. Wisconsin, uh, ten and a half points for Wisconsin. I think this is pretty easy for me. Wisconsin covers that that pretty handily at home. Mm, are you sure? I mean, I don't love what's so great about Michigan State. They played Ohio State last week, thirty-four to ten. They, you know, beat a fairly close game to Indiana. They, Northwestern, they won and beat them. They lost to Arizona State. They're in, this is in Wisconsin. I mean, I don't have to convince you. The average score of Wisconsin football games this year, 43 to 5. Now, I understand the best team they've played is Michigan, but they beat them by what, like 29 points? Right. I just think about how, how Michigan was able to. How how Ohio State, let me try that again, was able to stress Michigan State, I don't think Wisconsin has the same capability to do. I don't think they'll be able to score as easily at will, and it's strength versus strength with run defense versus run but That's offense. the thing is Ohio State rumbled all over Michigan State's run defense. But that's, but that's what I'm saying because Ohio State had the weapons on the outside and they had a dynamic quarterback that really stressed Michigan State in all ways, Wisconsin doesn't do that. They just line up and try and beat they you up. Had, they haven't had to throw the ball yet this year. Good, because they can't. You do what you need to do. I'm going Wisconsin. I still, I'll take Wisconsin, but I think this is going to be less than a two touchdown differential between these two teams. A chance to gain some ground on me, Kyle. Well, I already got three games different or two games different than you. I think it's. I don't think it's as easy as you made it sound when you laid it out. I think this is going to be a lot closer. Wisconsin, I mean, Wisconsin shut out three out of their five opponents. The the team that scored the most against it this year is Northwestern, fifteen points. I mean, I understand that. And and there was at one point in that game where like Northwestern had two touchdowns, and Wisconsin's defense was outscoring Northwestern's offense. Like when both units were on the field at the same time. 
that's why I ended up going with Wisconsin because I don't think Michigan State will score more than 10 points in this game. This next spread's even, Kyle. Washington State at number 18, Arizona State. Man. Even. Uh, what's Washington? What's what's Mike Leach up to these days? Uh, well, he's lost his last two. Lost 38-13 to, to Utah. Lost 67-63 to 63 to UCLA. Coming off the bye. Well, here's the deal. Arizona State's not going to hold Washington to 13 points, right? I mean, they they held Michigan State to seven. Arizona State, yeah. Very different offense. I understand, but I they, they've their average score this year is 23 to 14. Arizona State. They're allowing uh, 222 passing yards a game so far this year. Arizona State is. The best passing offense they've faced is probably Colorado. Done. Boom. Lock it in. Washington State wins this game. Kyle, wow. I don't ever expect you to. I know. I'm I'm the biggest Washington State Cougars hater of all time. This wasn't even your game. No, this was you to go first, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, good. Okay. It's even. Give me Arizona State at home. Give me Herm Edwards and that NFL defense stylistically to shut down the air raid. Do you ever find yourself wishing that you can make some extra cash with your NFL knowledge? At MyBookie, they want to make your dreams come true this season. Between football games, the MLB playoffs, the start of the NBA and NHL season, it's time to get off the sidelines and into the action. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, don't sit on the sidelines, get in the game with mybookie. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit using our promo code locked on to activate the offer. That's promo code locked on to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, Kyle, is, am I up first for the Cincinnati game? You are. I will tell you right now, this is a tough week of, of spreads. Yeah. There's a lot of really interesting, I don't want to call them trap lines, but there's a lot here that it's like, wow, this should feel like a no-brainer. What am I missing? Well, here we go. 25 Cincinnati at Houston. Cincinnati's seven-and-a-half point favorite coming off that big win over UCF. Uh, really, I thought they just, they big boyed them. They really did. I loved, I loved what Cincinnati did in defense in that game. They said, I don't get, you want to put two receivers on both sides of the formation outside the numbers. We're just going to blitz your ass and dare you to hit 53 yard throws outside the numbers that'll go for eight yards. I loved what Cincinnati did. I love that football team, man. They played good ball. (sighs) Okay. Dana Holgerson's a coach at Houston. He's two and three. He's off a bye week. They beat North Texas. I like the Cincinnati team, Kyle, but that's, I mean, they have to win by eight on the road. On the road. Houston's given up 492 yards on, per game on average on defense. It's terrible. They're allowing 313 passing yards a game. Cincinnati's the better team.
Um, give me Houston to cover at home. You fool. Houston, without quarterback De'Ara King, will not cover seven and a half. Give me Cincinnati. Okay. was waiting for more of a reaction than that. That was actually quite anticlimactic on your part. I'm good. You're sweating it. Joe's going to watch his entire seven-game lead melt away here in one week. This is amazing. Unranked Texas Tech going to number 22, the Baylor Bears, who are favored by 11 points, Joe. Baylor is right now undefeated, correct? Texas Tech this past week had a big upset win, 45-35 over Oklahoma State. 11 points. Do you have you seem to have these stats readily available? Do you know how many points Baylor is averaging 39. per game this year? 39. Giving up 15. Giving up 100 less than 200 oh, passing Texas, yards a game so far this year. Te- Texas Tech will eat on offense. I don't question that. And this is another one of those lines that I was coming out of the break. I, I mentioned like this feels like a layup, but I, I'm I don't know if I'm overthinking it. But I think there's more layers here than than the surface would pro- suggest. Give me Texas Tech to cover the spread, but I do think Baylor at home outright wins Boy. the game. Oh, Texas Tech coming off the big win over Oklahoma State, man. Beat them by 10. Baylor's tough football team, tougher than we think so. Matt Rule's a a good coach. He has to win by 11. He is. That's what I mean. I would have expected this line to be a lot closer to try and take advantage of people emotionally or short-term bias betting on Texas Tech winning by 10 against Oklahoma State. Baylor wins, Texas Tech covers. There you go. I like it, Joe. All right. Uh, this is a big one here. Uh, USC at Notre Dame, number nine Notre Dame. The favorites, their 10.5-point favorites is the Irish. And USC, they they came out and beat Washington. No, they lost to Washington last week. They're coming yes. off a of bye is what they're coming off of. They beat Utah like everyone anticipated, right? With like their third-string quarterback. Notre Dame, man, like they lost that Georgia game, but they've been focused since. They beat, you know, a ranked Virginia team. They destroyed Bowling Green. <sighs> give me give me the Irish to cover at home. Irish at home to cover. I agree with you there, Joe. They've done a really nice job this year. Um playing the the, the competitiveness in which they showed in the Georgia game was so impressive. And the fact that they've mentally been focused, nobody's not going to be mentally ready to play USC, right? There's no way they're not focused. If they're going to go out and take care of business against Bowling Green, they'll be focused to play the Trojans. Well, I think eyeball test Notre Dame this year is probably one of the best versions of the Irish I've ever seen. Yes. Especially in short term or in recent memory, no question. I think yeah. that's a great, great call on your part. Um, probably not as good as the team that played in the championship game, though, right? <laughs> no, I'm dead, dead, dead serious, besides the fact that Alabama beat the pants off them. 
that was a yeah, pretty yeah. that was a pretty solid team all around. Yeah, but I I hated them that year, but that's a whole other can of worms. No, oh, well, I don't want to open that. So let's go to number ten, Penn State, on the road against number seventeen, Iowa, who came off a defeat in one of the ugliest football games you will watch this year, losing to Michigan by a score. Was that 10-3 final? Yeah. God, I wanted to spoon my eyeballs out. I would rather have watched a three-touchdown blowout with one of the other 12 o'clock games and watch a one-touchdown game between Michigan and Iowa. Here's the good news. This game will have more points, and a lot of them are going to come from Penn State. Give me (laughs) Penn State on the road to cover, I think, Penn State – in all seriousness, we joked at the beginning of the year when Maryland was putting 70 on everybody that Maryland might be the second or third best team in the Big Ten. I think that title goes to Penn State. Yeah, and here's the thing. like It's interesting because Iowa's allowing eight points a game and Penn State's averaging allowing seven points a game. But Penn State's also scoring 47 points a game. And, and like they haven't played a murderer's role of teams, but they beat Pitt, Maryland, Purdue their last three games. Very explosive offense. Yeah, and I I don't know I like I was not going to be able to keep pace three this man this is this might feel free money like go give me the Nittany lines here all right here we go Louisville at Wake Forest number nineteen the undefeated Demon Deacons from Wake Forest um Demon Deacons six and a half point favorites at home Louisville's been a little tougher of a football team than I thought they'd be this year Scott Satterfield doing a nice job getting things turned around after Bobby Petrino ran this program into the ground. Wake had a little bit of a closer game against Boston College than I had expected last week on the road, but they're going to come back home, and they play explosive on offense. And um, What was the final score of that Boston College game? 27-24. And Louisville beat Boston College by two, 41-29. Yeah, yeah, Boston, and then Boston College, like, eh, they had their ups and downs this year, struggled with, like, Kansas at times. Well, Kansas, Kansas put like 50 points on them. <laughs> yeah, weird, weird game. But then, yeah, um, I like Wake to cover at home. I agree with you. Give me Wake, covering at home. One of my favorite prospects this year, Sage Surratt at wide receiver. Nobody's talking about him yet. Why? Not my fault. I mean, we talked about him, so. I know. We need to talk about him more, though. The whole country needs to know about Sage Surratt. Don't like picking this one first, Joe. Number seven, Florida against number five, LSU. Yeah. LSU at home is favored by 13. Yep. Oh, boy. Who won this game last year? Florida. I know it's – oh, that's right. It was – that that game fell apart late, right? I'm going to pull it up, but I – I feel very certain that Florida won the game. Yeah, they did. Uh, Florida won this game 27 to 19. This was like a, wasn't this like a makeup year where it was, they wouldn't switch, loca- they switched locations. It was like a f- home game, but it was really an away game or something. Right. Yeah. It was a weird, had weird context on yeah, it. It did. It did. Um, Florida's defense has been playing phenomenal this year. And the offense with Trask is better than the offense <laughs> that they started the season with. But LSU is so explosive, and they have so many weapons in the pass game. 
and they've got a great defense of their own. I think this game is close, but I think LSU with a late score will cover a 13-point spread at home. Go Gators, chop, chop. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's too many points, man. That's too many points. I think LSU I, – I like LSU to win this football game. I just feel like that's too many points. So what's the final score of this game? Um, Give me a predictive final score here. Uh, 27 to 21. See, and I could be see it being 27-21, and then you get a touchdown, and then it that's comes down to the two-point conversion. I mean, I don't I, – I think Florida showed a lot to me last week against Auburn. Um. I didn't necessarily like their chances in that game, and they they look pretty competent. Well, how was anybody going to predict that Auburn's Bo Nix was going to poop his pants the entire game? Do you think Joe Burrow's going to poop his pants at home? No, I, I don't. Okay. But I think I think Florida's pass defense, I mean, they're giving up 183 passing yards a game so far this year, 93 against the run, 276 total yards. I understand, but have they played a, a receiver group that has no. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase in it? The, the best receiver core they've faced is Tennessee with Juwan Jennings, Marcus Callaway. It's it's not comparable, and that was before – I mean, that was with Garantano as qu- at quarterback. I, I, there's there's nothing they've faced that's similar to this. But I just sounds like, like sounds important. Sounds like you're just betting with your heart, not in your brain. No, I don't know about that. I think I do a pretty good job dis, you know, dissociating those things. I think you just right. wish that we were the same in this game. I, you're right, I do. I'm hoping you change your mind before we move on. That's that's not. I might change my mind about something else, but it won't be this one. <laughs> Shit. All right, keep going then. We got two <laughs> games left. All right, uh, we always do so good with Utah. 15 Utah at Oregon State. Uh, Utah is a 14-point favorite in this game. Oregon State's not a pushover, you know. Like, they, they've – They've not they're not always taking care of business, but they're not getting like blown out and stuff like that all the time this year. They're at home. Utah State is only allowing 53 rush yards a game. You you mean Utah? Utah regular Utah. Yeah. Okay. And I think Just rushing the football, I mean Oregon State's averaging over 200 rushing yards a game. I think that's a, been a big reason why they've been able to compete at times this year. I feel like Utah is going to going to really force them to be a passing team. I know they have Isaiah Hodges, but Utah's got this dude, Jalen Johnson. I think that's a good matchup, a good scouting matchup for this weekend. Am I just going to keep talking or am I going to make a pick? Utah's been kind to us this year. Yeah, give me the Utes. The only time Utah burned us was the USC game in USC. I got to go with Utah here. I don't feel enough conviction to, to consider anything else. Joe, we need to continue the trend. We said it last week on the show. Anytime we bet Boise State, you take Boise to cover the spread. It worked again last week. I have no reason to take anything else. Boise State covers a 12.5 point home spread against Hawaii. It's like one of the least discussed things in college football right now is that Boise State's number 14. They're 5-0. and and Freshman um, quarterback. Yeah, like their average score is 32-16. to 16. I know like their best wins at Florida State. I mean, they play in – Yeah, you but know, they came down from like three touchdowns right, in that game. Right, it's, it's impressive. And that kid's first start. Like, let's go Broncos, man. Our Broncos. There we go. So we got the whole thing scheduled here, Joe. Yeah. 
Uh, my turn to change a bet. Is yeah. that correct? What's different? All right. So the games that were different are Michigan, Illinois, Washington State, Arizona State, Houston, Cincinnati, and LSU, Florida. Are any of these teams in the state of Alabama? Because those are the teams that have burned me the last two weeks. They're not. You don't have. You could change one that we had the same that you, you know, you want. Why would I do that? To get more different. No, because you're going to change one and bring it back. So I don't want to play that game. I, I'm going to play my own game. It's like golf, right? You play the course. You don't play your opponent. Oh, wow. That's a hell of a thing to say here. I like that. I like all of it. I'm leaving it. Wow. Wow. We'll put the pressure back on you, Joe. Well, the two I like all my picks. The this two week. that I think about are Illinois that I have covering twenty-two points to Michigan, and I think about Houston, Cincinnati going with Houston, just because I really like that Cincinnati football team. I mean, they, so take take Cincinnati, take the Bearcats. See, it's the fact that you want me to do it that that says a lot. But if I take the pair, well, I feel good about all my bets. So that's up to you. Why would I go with Houston? I don't know why you picked Houston <laughs> without their starting quarterback. Yeah, but it's not—it's not new information, right? Like they've—I understand that, but they played the first three games of the year with De'Aaron King. Let's see what this quarterback did in the last game. Houston tuned sixteen of twenty. They ran the ball thirty-three times. Oh, they need they they ran this is they beat North Texas because they had 33 carries for 235 yards and three touchdowns. It wasn't because of this quarterback. Give me my Bearcats. There you go. Locked in. Three games different this week. A lot at stake. Go Wolverines. Go Cougars and go Tigers. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this Thursday edition of the Dudes. Come back tomorrow. We'll preview the weekend of NFL football. And then uh, we got takes on takes next Tuesday. Monday, we'll recap the weekend that was. And then next Wednesday, Joe, I believe we're, are we doing 2018 versus 2020 quarterback class? Or are we going to do top three Big 12 versus top three Big 10? We'll figure it out over the weekend. Subscribe. All right. (laughs) We're going to leave you hanging. So come back and find out one way or the other. We'll talk with you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.